asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Let's be honest, the first place our family turns to when we're looking for a quick getaway is always Airbnb. I know we can find an amazing place to stay at the beach, like St. Simons on the Georgia coast, for instance. Mm -hmm. It's one of our favorite spots. That's what comes to mind, Matt, when I'm thinking about travel. And while you're staying at someone else's home, have you ever thought about what you could be doing with your own home? That's right. Your empty space could be an Airbnb while you are away because that is all you need to become an Airbnb host. It's a lot easier than you think and you don't need to Airbnb your entire house. You could just host your extra spare room if you've got one. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Welcome to How to Money. I'm Joel. And I am Matt. And today we're having a financial festivus. We're sharing listener money wins. Woo! that ain't coming too hot uh, if you are listening with some earbuds on. But yeah, man, we have an excellent episode lined up for folks today where we're going to share a ton of financial wins from listeners that listeners sent in via voice memo. But we've also got a few that we're going to read off that were sent either via email, some that were shared up in the Facebook group. Yeah. By um, the way, we requested these on Facebook and via uh-huh. our How to Money newsletter. And I'm going to send a, we're going to send books out to every single person who sent in their voice memo. Uh, you're you're going to be getting an awesome personal finance book from a guest who's been on the show. So thank you Most for participating. And Matt, there's a lot to learn. Like I learned stuff and I'd love seeing not just the accomplishments, uh-huh. but like learning from uh, fellow listeners. It's pretty cool. Before we get into listener money wins. Maybe we should share our own. Uh, what sure. do you think? You got one? Uh, you want to go start? You you kick it off. Okay, I'll kick it off. Okay. <laughs> so I think my big money win is actually it's kind of small in a way, but um, I think it was. Then you should call it a small money. A win. small money win. <laughs> 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 it, it kind of is, but it it, it actually probably it, it's bigger than I like to let on, I guess, because it prevented me from spending lots of money in a way that I otherwise might have. And it was just kind of keeping my desires in check. Like uh, your day-to-day spending? So so less like the day-to-day stuff, but more a bigger purchase. And okay. so we, we added a second car to our fleet for the time being. I don't know if we'll keep a second car around, but we... I think, oh, really? I, I think we actually probably will. Like, honestly, when it comes down to well, it. you've already... You've already paid. You've paid the tax on yeah. it as well, right? So well, that's, that's one of the other downsides with the ad valorem switch that Georgia yeah. instituted a few years ago. Because you pay for it in one fell swoop as opposed to every single year, and then every year you just pay the twenty two dollars or, right. or whatever. So yeah, so we bought a new car, but uh, to, a new car to us. It was a very very used car, and but part of me was like, oh, the the EV tax credit, and so should I jump on that and get one of the inexpensive ones like the Chevy Bolt or something like that, uh, and and maybe that'll 
pay off over time and maybe that'll be the smart move or whatever but i was like you know what no 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 no. i've got better things to do with that money i've always said that i don't want to tie much money up in vehicles that's tying up more than i feel comfortable with or more than i want essentially uh tied up in that and so yeah i think keeping my desires in check and 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 buying a, a cheap a really inexpensive 05 used car to me that was my big money win of the as year. opposed to Finally giving in, splurging, getting that EV. Well, you, you mentioned, a, would you say Chevy? Chevy Bolt. Bolt? Yeah. Do you think you would actually get it? Because on one hand, I don't see you necessarily getting a Bolt, but I also don't see you getting, you're, you're not going to get a Rivian. Right. But I, I could see you falling somewhere in the middle, especially once te- when Tesla was lowering their prices well, as so well. Here's, I'm here's, sure that got a little tempting. Oh, for sure. Right? A, a little bit, but I'm also like, when I started looking at the numbers, I was like, wait a second, the Bolt's 10 grand cheaper than the Model 3, uh, even after those price cuts. And so, like, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a cheapskate. If I... <laughs> I'm like if just I, if I would have gotten a bolt, I think I would have seriously considered spending an extra 10k. Uh, yeah, because we've got the money for it. We're slowly amassing up a little uh, savings bucket because it's somewhat inevitable, man. Like as the kids are getting older, it's like, and y'all have realized this sooner than we have, but the kids are going in different directions. Yeah, and we're looking ahead and starting to see yeah. that. I mean, every year you're able to kind of deal with life with just one car yeah. is a win, I think. Um, but yeah, it's getting to the point where it was more difficult to pull off, and so. I agree. I, like the Teslas are cooler, but I was like, are they ten grand cooler? Like the range isn't much different. Do you need an electric car? Yeah. Eh. And ultimately, what I came down to was, I don't need any of that stuff. I just need a cheap used car. So there you go, man. Yeah. I love it. All right, so I've got my money win. It's a two parter. All right, so the first part is going to be very expected, perhaps. This, it's been a good year financially, so we were able to max our tax advantage different accounts that are available to us so that's great yeah uh something we did i don't think we're going to do it every single year but at the beginning of the year we had been working towards that and had the money it was sitting there on the sidelines the ability to pull the trigger get that money into those accounts good year to get it at the beginning too right absolutely well three out of four years it's going to be better (laughs) that's kind of like the nerdy expected win from a personal finance podcast host right but my other win i would say is the money that we spent and specifically in the area of vacation and travel. Did we, I hadn't traveled out of the country in over 10 years. Yeah. Like literally it was over a decade and we were able to go with our wives to Scotland earlier this year. I'm sure I don't need to re- remind folks because they're hearing that dumb Airbnb <laughs> ad <laughs> play at the beginning of every single episode. The ability to, we're kind of shifting different uh, to a different phase of life where we have a little more uh, mobility as the kids are have gotten older because yeah. we've had four kids over the past decade. And, and so us taking that trip. Also taking the kids to Disney. Last year we started looking ahead and, and we were thinking, man, this is probably going to be a great time for us to take all four. One's not too old, but one's also not too young. And knowing that we're not likely going to be going there every single year, we kind of splurged a little bit, right? And so we went to Universal for a few days, stayed at a nice hotel, went to Disney. We stayed on the resort. We were there for a few days. Lightning passes all around. <laughs> like, we spent a lot of money. And you don't necessarily have to spend a lot of money in order to go to Disney. But for us, it was sort of a marker to be like, you know what? Our priorities are shifting a little bit. And the desire for us to create some amazing memories with our kids. There's a ticking clock as to the number of years that we have left, especially with our oldest, right? Yeah. Like less than eight years. And even still, the amount of time we have on Earth, man, it's limited. And I don't have terminal cancer or anything, or, you know, but not yet. Yeah. Like maybe I, next week I will. But like it's hope not. <laughs> I hope not as, as well, man. But like that's just in the back of my mind. And so the ability when you've been sort of a cheapskate and when you've been investing your, your dollars, Pulling back from doing that as hard as you can, I almost see this year as being sort of a transition year where it's like at the beginning, we started out 
like uh, like we normally would like guns blazing as far as investing but then slowly starting to well in this case we didn't slowly transition we like pulled the trigger we're just like all right we're we're, we're traveling this is important like to us bazooka of travel for you yeah. <laughs> yeah and hopefully next year it won't cost nearly as much but for a lot of folks who find themselves on the cheap side maybe if you're just hesitant to spend your money it's just a good practice and i'm certainly looking forward to prioritizing especially the time yeah. with the kids and you and emily as well we, we love spending time with y'all when you think but, of uh, savings as deferred spending uh it's I think, all spending yeah i think that's yeah. what, that, that that helps reinforce wait do i want to pull some of that into the now and for for a lot of our listeners who have been hyper frugal for a long time you you might want to right so i, I agree i think you're right and i think that's something we try to prioritize on the show too talking about that balance that happy medium saving and investing well while spending money on the things that matter right here in the here uh, in the present as well it's crucial right and there's so much deprivation talk in the personal finance space and uh yeah it's, it's not that you don't have to forsake and uh, sacrifice some for your future self you do clearly but we think you can do you can do both you can prioritize both simultaneously yeah uh, and and the, the pendulum is going to be shifting over time but your your pendulum seems to be uh kind of moving backwards just a little bit yeah, or, a or little forward bit. i don't know <laughs> in a good direction it depends on your attitude yeah and we live this out every single episode when we have a craft beer yeah. on the show that's why we spend typically inordinate amounts of money kind of ridiculous sums of money on craft beer it's an example of living in the here and now while also being smart for the future but, but we, this, didn't, we didn't spend a dime on this one this particular beer uh, we we got for free this is another one that was donated to the show by joe it's called chronic happiness ipa another beer by frog rock brewery so looking forward to for sure. enjoying this one today we'll share our thoughts oh can i share my big uh, money miss this this year too real quick oh, before we get into what's it. that uh, that that was the tree falling through my roof and the giant giant deductible <laughs> that I had so I've talked about it. I haven't really followed up on it my house is back we're back everything's yeah. fine but it was it was a big pain for a few months um and but well it's not a miss because did you lower your deductible since no, then no I exactly haven't, and so I won't. It's, it's just an f- unfortunate chain of events You're that right. is is what happened so it's not a miss you did the right thing you raised your deductible you are saving money every single month in what it is that you're paying towards insurance yeah it's just a bummer that it happened i have not changed my tune on high deductibles if you have enough in savings but it was all it, it was still kind of a brutal thing to, yeah, <laughs> to it's encounter a big financial hardship it's a bummer yeah yeah, yeah. all right maybe it's more <laughs> of a bummer all right but yeah it, it, and we'll take a, this is kind of a replacement for a money questions episode this is we're sharing your money wins this is the financial festivist something we do at the end of every single year we want to hear from you and matt let's play uh the first money win from a listener who really inspired me hi matt and joel my name is anisa i'm 24 years old from fort worth texas I've been listening since 2019 when I binged every episode at my full-time job as a professional house cleaner. At the time, I was also a full-time first-generation college student studying business and wasn't sure if or when I'd graduate, let alone what my major was going to be. Your influence has ranged from when I wrapped my car for an incentive for my cleaning job to choosing financial planning as my major. This last spring, I graduated from my university with a bachelor's degree in risk, insurance, and financial services, and I'm now working for a well-known financial firm that has a generous 7% 401k match, $1,000 annual HSA employer contribution, and student debt program as well as sponsoring me for my necessary licenses. This has allowed me to pursue one of my hobbies as a small craft business. These benefits and newly opened accounts are my main money win, but are all things I would not have considered when looking for a job before. I have endless gratitude for the show and look forward to every episode. Thanks so much. How to money. 
Man, if only everybody started paying attention to their finances and making wise decisions as young as uh, Anissa was when she first discovered the show. So basically, she started listening when she was 19, like if you count four years back. We think you should make your kids listen in the womb, personally. But uh, (laughs) but, uh, this just goes to show, Matt, too. Like Podcasts, obviously, we like the medium. But think about the conversations or the the learning that you can... It's just like in your ear hole while you're doing dishes or, in Anissa's case, while she was doing her job, while she was cleaning homes. Like, pretty incredible yeah and the amount of progress anisa that you've been able to make over the course of five years here is truly remarkable you should be incredibly proud uh and by the way she mentioned uh, if folks missed it she mentioned wrapping her car and rapify that is a great way to do that there are a lot of scams out there uh and so if you want to make money like anisa and also experience a little more humility like Joel. This is something that, that you had firsthand experience with. But get your car wrapped. It's a way to make money, literally, for every, every single mile that you're driving. That's right. I did it. I um, got a, had a Salesforce wrap on my car. Uh, made One of the more tasteful wraps, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I was almost got into, uh, I think I've shared this before, like the, the show for Honey Boo Boo. Uh-huh. Um, Honey Boo Boo's mom had a new show or something like that. And that, that's what they were going to wrap my car in. I was totally fine with that. I've got no shame. So uh, I love I love Anissa is willing to do that. Sometimes you got to be willing to go to those heights or those depths, I don't know, um, in order to save money. Sort of like whether or not you're moving forward by spending money. It's all in your perspective, yeah, Joel. Yeah. And then this degree, too, that she was able to get, that's going to pay dividends for decades to come. I feel like not only is Anissa handling her own money wisely, but it sounds like she's going to be able to help others do the same. Like she's got, she's got a bug, right? A, a passion now that she can't get rid of, and she's going to share it with others, which I think awesome and uh, she mentioned all the extra perks besides making more and doing work that she cares about it just sounds like she's making really really good decisions early on in her in her career that's right so anisa congrats i bet she, i bet she like hardly recognizes the person that she was like five years ago yeah. when she <laughs> first stumbled upon our podcast uh way back when but uh we appreciate you reaching out joel let's hear from our next listener uh a man after our own heart hi joel and matt my name is josh i'm a high school social studies teacher from kansas I've been listening to the show ever since you guys first came on as a guest during an episode of Stuff You Should Know all those years ago, and I've learned a whole lot listening to you over the years. Wanted to share a money win with you today that is actually me changing schools. Uh, So like I said, I'm a high school teacher, and for the last three years, I actually taught at the high school I graduated from, which was a lot of fun. Got to work with my old teachers and learn a lot, and it was a great opportunity. But unfortunately, it was pretty far away from where I currently live. Uh, and where I want to live moving forward. So I was driving about 35 minutes to and from school every single day, um, which meant a lot of time on the highway, which really hurt my mental health. I hated it a lot. Of course, I was spending a ton of money on gas. I was spending money on tolls, which is not very good uh, financially and mentally speaking. Well, this last summer, I made a very difficult decision, and I changed schools. Uh, So now I'm working at a school that's very close to home. I only have to go about one and a half miles to work, which I have been lately doing by bike most days. So I'm loving that. I'm saving money. I'm getting out into nature. I'm helping my mental health. And I've got leftover money now that I can put into my Roth or put into my savings accounts or do anything else with. So I am loving it. Huge money win. Huge mental health win. Super excited. Just wanted to say thanks for all the years of advice. Uh, and remind you guys, you got to make sure to get some more Kansas stuff on the show again. We got a lot of good stuff coming out of Wichita and Kansas City, you know, wheat beers, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you check it out. So have a good one. Thanks so much. All right, Matt, I guess we, we're going to have to look for some Kansas beers on the mm-hmm. shelves at our local uh, bottle shop. He mentioned wheat beers. There's a lot of wheat out there. So I got to think that the breweries that are making beer out there with local wheat. 
it's got to be pretty good. Freshest of the fresh. <laughs> uh, I think this is such an underrated money win, by the way. Living closer to where you work. You know, we oh, did, yeah. We did, we did an episode, this was probably five years ago, about like your commute is killing you. And we gave mm-hmm. all these statistics and just, <laughs> just how rough a commute is actually on a person. And and then actually on a recent Friday flight, you and I, we talked about how uh, just a, a shorter commute can be so beneficial. It feels like getting a 40% pay bump, right? Having to not hop in the car, being able to walk or bike to work, something like that. It feels like a pay increase or it also somewhat feels like falling in love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that it's, was also in that same the same study. It's like this significant psychological benefit, which Josh is reaping, which he mentioned like, hey, I had all that stress because of the lengthy commute and now it's gone. Um, and so, yeah, I, it might even, by the way, cost more to live closer to where you work. But if it can allow you to save money in other ways, like ditching a vehicle, and if it just makes your life better in general, it's something worth at least considering yeah, and pursuing. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't imagine not living in close proximity to our office here. I, I do know it's certainly unavoidable sometimes for folks. But I think it is a good goal to have because not only has Josh's mental health improved, but his physical health as well, right? So like when so many of us basically sit for eight hours a day at a computer, designing and constructing our lives just to automatically include a low intensity workout like a bike ride that is something that we can totally get behind uh so of course he's saving money uh it's great for his overall well-being from a mental standpoint and he's also healthier he he only lives a mile and a half away i feel like that is the perfect distance to either uh ruck to work that's uh, what i've been doing more of yeah (laughs) or just hopping on that bike if you want to get in there and uh to be able to knock out that work i'm doing one of the two basically every single commute (laughs) so that's great and i'm glad josh is on board congrats josh all right uh, matt let's get to the next this is actually interesting because it's it's almost the the opposite in form of money wins let's let's get to angela's hey how to money my money win this year was to land a new place that is larger and nicer and costs less money out in the suburbs versus living in the city. So I'm saving about $600 a month doing that, which then allowed me to pay off my car and maxed out my IRA Roth this year for the first time and starting my 401k with my employer, which is not a match, so I put it second. But before the end of the year, I'm able to contribute a chunk of money to that. So I think all of that is a huge money win. And my goals are to continue to build my savings. I already have my emergency savings account. But I really would like to live in a nice house after this rental agreement ends. So I'm hoping to save up enough money to start my own journey um, in real estate, whether I buy a place that is my first place or my first rental place. Um, Looking forward to that. So thanks for everything, guys. I've learned so much and you provide a lot of wealth of knowledge. So thanks. This is Angela from Portland, Oregon. All right, Joel. So you, I want to go back to what you just said, which is like, it's sort of the opposite of what Josh did this past year. Depends on where Angela works, I guess. It depends on that, but it just depends on what you're optimizing for. And that's literally a, it's funny that we just talked about biking and rucking because that's a conversation you and I had recently because I'm just like, man, it's, it's taking you longer to get home when you're just walking as opposed to 
the most efficient vehicle ever invented by man, yeah. the bicycle. But what you basically pointed out was that, well, I'm just optimizing for something different. For you, the ability to get a workout in while you're going home, maybe more of a workout than what you would get just cruising along on your bike, yeah. that was important to you. So it, it so much depends on what it is that you're optimizing for. And Angela, she's lo- optimizing to save more money and for her, the ability to move out to the burbs. Have more space, too. Is how yeah. she was able to do that. She basically took a page out of our book by moving to the burbs. You know, I used to think that I would never move out to the burbs, uh, but it only reinforces a sort of reoccurring theme that I continue to realize, which is I don't know myself (laughs) because I would say, oh, I would never move to the burbs. Oh, I would never do this. I would never do that. But then your priorities change, man. Your interests change. And before you know it, oh, there you are doing that thing that you said you would never do. And I think it takes... Like, honestly, a certain amount of bravery to say, all right, well, I'm willing to change my mind. I'm willing to, quote unquote, be wrong if that means I'm able to make forward progress and be maybe a better version of myself. Yeah. Uh, And and whatever that might entail. When you're talking about like something like 600 bucks a month on the line, like what Angela said, that's a lot of money to save in one fell swoop. It is the it's the thing that's maybe hardest to change in your budget most of the time, your housing costs, because let's say you got a mortgage or you've got you're locked into a lease. But this one decision, right, it's not that drinking fewer lattes at your favorite coffee shop doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Those purchases certainly add up. But being bold enough to make a bigger move like this in order to accelerate your wealth building timeline is something that we love to see. Uh, and, And it's something that most people are unwilling to tackle in their life because it feels like such a fixed expense. And once you've kind of moved up to the fancier apartment or something like that. It's really hard to go back. Or once you've gotten the three bedroom, it's hard to go back to the two bedroom. But if you yep. can, if you can make that somewhat difficult decision, it can put a ton of money back in your back in your pocket every every month. Yeah. And with that money that she's saving, she's able to pay off her cars, maxing out, maxing out her Roth, also contributing to that 401k as well. It's, it's smart to, like she said, put that further down the list, given the lack of a match. But fingers crossed that your employer starts helping you out by adding one of those here in the near future. Yeah, and it sounds like house hacking is potentially in Angela's future. That's like, hey, maybe that's a money win 2024 that Angela will share. We, we sure yeah. hope so. Keep keep uh, keep on keeping on, Angela. You're crushing it. Matt, let's get to the, another listener money win. This one also involves housing, but this one involves a different kind of hard work. Hey, Matt and Joel, this is Cody from Raleigh, North Carolina. I wanted to share my 2023 money win with y'all. Um, I have a pretty big one, uh, for me anyway. Um, I bought my first house this year, and um, it was not easy. I was discouraged a lot, um, and it was very difficult to find a property that met my requirements, seeing as I want to buy an income property for my first home uh, with the goal of achieving financial independence by the time I'm 50 through real estate income. I bought what Chad Carson would call the ugly house on the block. Uh, it was It's a 1960s split level, about 1,700 square feet, um, and it was really beat up on the inside, uh, but um, with uh, a lot of tenacity, ambition, um, late hours, and money, <laughs> I was able to uh, put this house back together and get it livable with the help of a lot of friends and uh, a lot of patience. Um, I credit the podcast and the community for uh, encouraging me and helping me get to this point. Um, I have since restored the hardwood floors, renovated the kitchen, built new cabinets, getting them installed, uh, all kinds of patching giant holes in walls. It's been a whole adventure. Uh, and if anybody wants to see any pictures, I'd be happy to share. But that's my money win for 2023. Thank you all so much. 
Cody, way to go, man. And by the way, I totally get the discouragement during that house hunting process. Mm -hmm. 2023 was mm, a difficult year, especially for those first time home buyers, given the lack of inventory, given where interest rates have been. Yep. Uh, but somehow, Cody was able to pull it off. Uh, and buying a house that isn't just going to be a, a money pit, a money drain, but looking to buy a property that's going to earn its keep. I don't know if he's currently renting out a portion of it. He's, he called it an, an income property. Either way, he said it's his first house, so I'm guessing he is living in it. But whether or not that means renting out a portion of it uh, to a roommate yeah. or knowing that this thing is going to cash flow once he moves out of it, maybe after a couple years, once he buys that next property, I think that is an incredibly smart way to go. Yeah, well, and the other smart thing is using your own sweat equity instead of hiring yeah. hiring fancy people to do all the work for you. There is a lot to be said for buying the fixer-upper, which is going to provide a more substantial return anyway and then putting in you know doing the work yourself or with friends too like you mentioned cody is huge us matt one of our friends mutual friends he's completely rehabbing this like 1880s home nearby and it's beautiful it's going to be incredible when he's finished country farmhouse yeah beautiful home. i mean it's nuts um, but he he's going to save at least 100k by doing 90 plus percent of the work himself and so he's like documented it, he's documenting it he's blogging about it which is cool but um i just think there's something so powerful about that it's not easy <laughs> like cody said it sounds really difficult and honestly mm -hmm. i'm not up for that kind of a task <laughs> right now in my life but i appreciate that cody is and you know that's gonna this is gonna pay massive financial dividends for him yeah absolutely it, just, it, it partly depends on how much time you're willing to give it and in our friend's case it's kind of like his main gig right now uh and i you mentioned his friends helping out as well. I think that is so huge. The ability that the, the fact that he's got friends, that he has a community around him that is encouraging him, helping him out. That is so counter to what it is that we experience today. Right. Like when it comes to mainstream culture and what it is that the world is encouraging us to do, which is uh, go on fancy vacations. You don't really care about buying a Beamer just because you can. Why not? Just mindless, mindlessly spending money. And when you are able to surround yourself with a community that is going to encourage you to do the countercultural thing, uh, that is going to be how you're able to, yeah. to win with your money. And Cody seems like he's got that in spades. Yeah, by the way, I love the shout out to Chad Carson. There's, if you're interested in real estate investing, there's no better person to follow in the personal finance space. I mean, there if, are if other we good had voices. Person, yeah, if we had a real estate investing podcast or approach or book, whatever. It would be exactly how it is at Chad's. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we it's our it's our flavor. Mad respect <laughs> for him, and he's just doing it better than we could ever hope to do it. So yep. <laughs> to turn to him instead of us, even though we like to talk about real estate on occasion too. But yeah, Matt, we've got more listener money wins. We've got to get to some really incredible things that had money listeners have been able to accomplish. We'll get to a bunch of the rest of them right after this. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. That's why you listen to this podcast. And if you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade, lounge access... Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. 
It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000 plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money joel so we were just recounting our trip to scotland this is the trip that we took this time last year actually with some of our friends over the weekend and one of the highlights from edinburgh was stumbling upon the absolute best meat pie shop Mm -hmm. they were fresh out of the oven they had that perfectly flaky crust but guess what that serendipitous experience would never had happened if we'd stayed at a boring hotel we had found the perfect flat in the coolest part of town thanks to airbnb oh man i'm still dreaming about those meat pies you're making my (laughs) you're making me drool and while turning to airbnb might be a no-brainer when you're looking to spend some money on travel it might not be the first thing you think of when you're looking to make some money Why let it sit empty, your house, when it could be earning extra income, though? It's the financially smart thing to do. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra dough. Yeah, that's right. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, man, we've got a lot more listener wins to get to during this episode, so we might have to speed things up. Let's get cranking. <laughs> uh, we've got a nice variety as well, and so our next listener win is from a listener here in Atlanta. Hey, Matt and Joel, this is Todd from Atlanta, and my big money wins for the year have been, one, convincing my employer to add an HSA, and two, purchasing our first home with my wife, and it was a journey that took us over a year and a half, but... We got there with plenty of patience and uh, the help of a great realtor and family just talking us through it all. Um, Additionally, we've been able to increase our giving to nonprofit organizations that we believe in. And that's where I'll leave you with a quote from Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. Reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has many, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. I just think that sums up a lot of what we're probably feeling this time of year. By the way, my favorite holiday tradition is to go see A Christmas Carol at the Alliance Theater in Atlanta. Highly recommend it to anybody in the Atlanta area. And happy holidays. Well, Matt Todd, he's not just sharing his money win, he's philosophizing. He, he's getting festive with it. Yeah. I love it. I will say, Christmas Carol, still one of my all-time favorites. It's the best. Well. Yeah. It's the I, greatest. I'm hoping to see it uh, at uh, Shakespeare Tavern in Atlanta. That's my preferred place to go see it. It's a lot more affordable. Yeah, it is more affordable. <laughs> we'll see if I actually make it though, We've been, this year. The production or whatever, the rendition that the Alliance puts on is awesome. I will yeah. say, Kate and I have been there at least once. But you know something we haven't done is, Kate and I were recently talking about this, the girls, they know the Christmas story, uh, a Christmas carol story, but I don't think they've ever read the book. And so we're planning during oh, some of nice. our, our time off to read that as a family, like doing like we do the re- read alouds. Um, and then after that, somebody recommended a movie, not a Christmas carol version, like a new Scrooge or whatever, but it's called 
The Man Who Invented Christmas. And it is a biographical take of Dickens as he was trying to write the book. Oh, interesting. And how basically everyone was saying, like, hey, this is going to be a flop because back then nobody liked Christmas. Yeah. Uh, like, literally, it was seen as like, this is really getting in the weeds. Like, the Anglican Church, I think, saw it as sort of this, like, uh, holiday where everyone was, like, splurging too much. And, like, it's just all about the feasting. And I don't know what they were worried about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, actually, it sounds like I've seen it, but I haven't yet. But we're going to then watch that after oh. we read the story. No, I want to watch it because I'm kind of obsessed the, with The Christmas Carol. So It's, it's got um, Matthew Crawley in it from Downton. Oh, that okay. Guy. Yeah. Well, nice. Also, The Beast from the live action Beauty have, and the Beast. I haven't seen that one. All right. Um, all right. Well, yeah, because our kids, my girls are obsessed. So I think wait, let's get to Todd's money win. He, he said that he convinced his employer to offer an HSA, a health savings account. And I think this is awesome because you and I, Matt, we regularly talk about how you can and should approach your employer to add benefits or to change service providers. Yes. Let's say uh, if like the investment services company has exorbitant fees, you can have a gentle conversation with the folks in HR and say, hmm, I don't know, maybe this, this or this company would be way better. Maybe it'll save you <laughs> money and save us money. This is good for employee morale. Uh, and, and so I love that Todd was able to accomplish that, able to to gently convince, coerce, and, and get that changed because now he's got access to an HR. Say he's got access to one of the the best investment accounts in the world, and so do his coworkers. And if he hadn't spoken yeah. up, that might not have happened. Yeah, it's not just the dollars he's able to sock away. Right. It's also all of those other folks there as well. Todd, and increasing your giving that is also a great goal. It's an underrated one. Uh, and if we reflect on our blessings, as you said, it's going to make it easier to make giving just a regular part of our budget. Certainly no shame to those out there who don't feel financially ready to give big dollars away yet. But we do believe that being generous can help those dollars to do good nearby and around the world. We talked about that with Ellie Hassenfeld, uh, episode 752. So yeah. we talked about effective altruism. If that's something that you're like, oh, man, I've heard that term being tossed around. What exactly does that mean? Go back and listen to that episode. We'll link to it in the show notes. And that, that term's gotten kind of hijacked a little bit, or at least <laughs> yep. been tarnished. But Ellie has, a, it's, I think, a great view on it. It's still a great mission, and it makes sense, right? It's about optimizing your giving. Yeah. Um, but it's the also, just from a habits standpoint, the practice of giving your money away, I think it just creates a healthy detachment from your money It's where it doesn't become the sole focus of your being. Oh, that's 100% true. I think being yeah. generous on the reg helps you create this, so, so that you're not nearly as obsessed with every every dollar that comes in or every dollar that uh, increases in your investments. It gives you a balanced perspective. That's uh, right. Let's get to the next money win, Matt. This comes from a listener who's started doing a few different things and even saving money in one small way, how that's a big thing. Hey, guys. Joe Nugent here from Nuego, Michigan. I got a couple money wins I'd like to share for you for 2023. First, uh, my wife and I funded both of our Roth IRAs for the year, so that's $12,000 we've already saved, uh, and it's mid-November, so completed two Roth IRAs. Uh, also, we started budgeting for the first time this year. We're using a money call, or an app called Rocket Money. It lets us look at all of our spending for like the past two years, too, so we can go back and see where we were overspending a little bit, even a couple years back. So it's, it's been a huge help and kept us on budget. And then finally, I got 10 bucks off my AT&T bill just by calling them up uh, and asking for a discount. So took your advice on asking for discounts there. Anyway, thanks for the great show, guys, uh, and have a happy holiday season. Bye. 
All right, so ten dollars off, Joe. That sounds like uh, maybe the weakest of all the wins. Yeah, some people will be like, "That's <laughs> that weak sauce, bro. Bring something bigger." But if you actually look at the numbers, it's not minor, right? Ten dollars a month—that's one hundred twenty dollars a year. Uh, you could go further with that and, and look at the rule of one seventy-three, and that rule tells us that when you take a monthly expense and instead of spending it, if instead you invest that money. It shows you what that would be worth over the next decade. And in this case, that means having an extra nearly $2,000 on hand. Mm -hmm. It's not massive, but it's also not nothing. But more than anything, I think the there's a muscle that you're exercising, right? Like you're asking that the uh, asking for a discount muscle. It's likely going to pay off in reducing other monthly bills. It's likely going to result in you perhaps getting a raise or perhaps receiving an an additional benefit from your employer like like Todd was able to experience. And by starting with some of those small things that are seemingly not all that difficult, that muscle is going to get stronger, you're going to get more fit, and you're going to be more prepared to be able to make some bigger asks down the road. Yeah, getting the lower hanging fruit makes you excited to like get off the ladder and go for the higher hanging fruit, I think. So yeah, this this small money win, Joe, is actually a bigger money win than maybe most people would think. And I love that you're budgeting too. You you maxed out your Raws. You guys are crushing it. And really, more than anything, to know where your money is going is powerful. It's to know huge. Where, yeah, that, that's like that knowing where it went in the past helps you direct where it's going to go in the future. So you're, you're crushing it, Joe. We love what you're up to. Yeah. Not to mention, real quick, I mean, he maxed out his, his Roth IRAs. It sounds that's like, I guess, for the first time, that is awesome. And maybe he'll be ready. He mentioned, I think he just did it in November. He, maybe he'll be ready to max them out by, like, I don't know, spring. Or summer, at least. Slowly start moving that up. That way, yeah, when January 1st hits, get that money in the market. Another small win that actually is bigger than it seems. Yeah. All right. Let's hear from another listener. And she, man, she's got an entire laundry list of improvements that she's made to her personal finances. Hey, Matt and Joel. My name is Alice, and I live in Becker, Minnesota. I'm actually originally from France, but now a U.S. citizen and resident since 1998. My financial learning journey started after my divorce when I found myself down to one income with the same amount of bills as when we were a two-income family and three kids living with me full-time. I know something needed to change and I had to make it work somehow. Figured I needed to educate myself and needed to start with a simple and free way to do so. So the title, Had to Money, as I was searching through podcasts, really got my attention. Listening to you guys led me to other money-related podcasts and books. I have read five books on personal finance and investing since listening to you guys. I've taken on two side gigs to up my income, all remote so I wouldn't have to leave my teens home alone more than I had to. Switched my Roth IRA from a fee-based brokerage firm to Fidelity and also started a portfolio of funds I'd like to invest in. I have two emergency funds started, one for unexpected expenses and one building up to become a six-month living expenses fund. I've cut my sale bill by 75%, switching to a more affordable provider. My groceries expenses are down 30% by shopping at Aldi, only doing free TV options, no subscriptions, all from the advice you guys give on the podcast. I am not training to be a financial coach so I can help others finding themselves alone to tackle expenses after the loss of a life partner. I just want to thank you for all you do. You have no idea how much hope you have brought to me and what you are bringing to others just by doing those podcasts. So keep it up and best friends out. She did the best friends out. She did the thing, Joel. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Elise is an honorary best friend at this point. Like she's an honorary bestie. We would be honored to have you at the table recording <laughs> with us, Elise. Like you, I mean, I'm 
amazed. I am impressed. I feel like a slouch a little bit compared <laughs> to you uh, and, and all that you've been able to accomplish this year. You're, you're an inspiration, truly. And so I like the fact that you went all in on that DIY education is incredible. Five books, Matt. That's a lot of different <laughs> podcasts, like getting into That's it. That's a lot. And it's true that a lack of personal finance education is a big problem in our country, right? And I, I would imagine... If you're from another country with different systems, different ways of you know, different ways of saving and investing, and different retirement accounts, it's even tougher to navigate. So the fact that you've been able to pour yourself into it, Elise, is just incredible, right? Mm-hmm. You've taken initiative, and of course, it's it's not rocket science, as you found out, but there's a big learning curve. And so I don't know, I'm just I'm amazed at what you've been able to accomplish in just a single year. Totally. Let's talk about her income as well, because she's got two work from home side hustles. That's pretty incredible. It is certainly not easy to make all of those changes while going through a divorce with two kids, but my guess is that you're going to have a monumental impact on their future because of all that you've been able to accomplish, at least. And the truth is, sometimes you've got to up your earnings to be able to make that progress more quickly, uh, and that's what Elise has done. Depending on where it is that someone is, you know, with their financial journey, like folks, like they might either want to ramp up their efforts uh, because what they need is to uh, get out of debt, right? Yeah. They've they've got some clear financial goals. It makes me think of the girl that moved out into the burbs. She had some debt that she wanted to eliminate. She had some very clear financial goals in her, in mind. Uh, but for other folks, they're going to want to prioritize other things, like Josh, who is looking to improve other aspects of his life. In his case, it sounded like maybe he was able to save money, though, because of uh, you know sa- savings when it came to gas. Uh, but for other folks, what that means, though, is prioritizing other aspects, other goals. And that means sometimes taking your foot off of the gas. It might mean not necessarily making as much as you possibly can. But for Elise, it sounds like she's in the, the pedal to the metal zone right now. We know it's not easy, but you've made some incredible strides and we're incredibly proud of you. Yeah. I mean, and you've you've done it all like truly like Matt you said it was a laundry list and it really is it's like uh, just check mark check mark check mark check mark going down the line mm-hmm. lowering those fees that's going to mean a ton of extra money for you when you retire at least you're thinking about your emergency savings in two categories which is amazing just specifically for emergencies but then also building up a, like six months worth of expenses that's huge both are necessary you're saving significant amounts on your cell phone bill you're shopping at aldi i mean like you're you're this is the howdy money playbook to a t that you're pulling off so uh and once you have your financial coaching business off the ground please reach out to us we we can't wait to see what you're able to do to help others take control of their finances in their lives not only do you have the passion but you also have kind of the backstory now to help people connect the dots like i i gotta imagine you're going to be massively effective in your endeavors to help bring other people kind of into financial freedom so that's right yes and when it comes to generating a little more income sometimes that means starting your own business let's hear our next one hey matt and joel it's brendan from central texas and i wanted to share our family's biggest money win this year with y'all my wife who's an amazing painter was able to start her own business first working off instagram by taking commissions from friends and family until she was able to get enough revenue to purchase a domain and now she has her paintings posted online and she is taking commissions from across the nation her website is mariebrookshogan.com and if you're interested in getting some great landscape or personal portraits painted she's the one for you thanks again for all your advice this year and i hope you'll have a great holiday season 
Oh man, Matt, big big win for Brendan's wife, and uh, I've actually seen looked up her paintings. They're really beautiful. Might have to order a caricature of your face for the studio. (laughs) I wonder if she does those. I'd prefer a relaxing landscape, (laughs) (laughs) not my mug. Okay, and one of the biggest wins of this too is that she waited until she had enough revenue to launch her website. We've talked about how you can start a business for zero dollars or for close to it, and it sounds like that's the exact playbook that Brendan's wife went with. You can totally get proof of concept via social media. I found some. My favorite artist via Instagram and order their stuff sight unseen. Yeah. So I think that's like uh, that's one of the cool things social media can provide, along with some of the downsides that it has. But well, like and just some of the different marketplaces. I mean, the ability to go directly to a customer. Etsy just, is just, the other one. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they, they take a small cut, but you can just find so many great artists. It makes me. Th- Kate found a textile wall hanging weaver artist from New Zealand yeah. that we ordered something from and we literally have that thing it's huge it's up on our wall in our dining room we love it that is something that you can do today is you don't have to go through a gallery right that that takes a massive cut if that's a goal of yours I think that's a totally fine goal but if you are focused on the business side of things and you're looking to generate revenue and eventually if you're like hey I want to be able to get some of my art in a gallery locally I think that's a totally great goal to have but it's also not necessary right. when you're looking to get something off the ground. Big kudos to your family, Brendan, being able to launch that business and have it be successful and debt-free out of the gate. All right, Matt, uh, let's share another one. And this one comes from listener Raphael, who saved a bunch of money in one fell swoop. Hi, Matt and Joel. This is Raphael from Hillsboro, Oregon. So for my money win, I had to visit the hospital with my son uh, for something minor. And we got a medical bill of $700. I called them, uh, argued for just just a couple of minutes, and they agreed to reduce it immediately to two hundred dollars. Thank you. I love it. Asking for a discount, man. Like again, this is a muscle that has atrophied for so many folks. So we would recommend to start asking for discounts more often. And the worst thing that can happen is that they roll their eyes at you and they're <laughs> like, "Oh no," or they secretly judge. You know, of course they're judging you, but who cares? <laughs> and by the way, if we're talking about medical bills, don't forget to look up the financial assistance policy from the hospital or from the the medical provider there, because depending on your income, depending on your family size, a lot of folks might find that their bill can be completely forgiven. Yeah. But in Raphael's case, it sounds like he spent a couple minutes talking to them, was able to immediately able to get that. Did he say 700 to 200? Yeah. That's a massive like, win. Can I get that 75% discount oh, right incredible. now? That's incredible. I mean, it's, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Way, way to go, Raphael. Good we, job. Thank you for sharing, too. That's a, that's a good one. That's one that I think people just assume when they get a medical bill. I think it's because it's like this uh, super stuffy institution, you just assume that you have to pay it or that they're going to take you to jail or something like that. But that's just <laughs> not the case. Um, you can fight back on those bills. We've got multiple episodes on that. Maybe we'll link to our recent uh, discussion with Dr. Virgie. Dr. Virgie, about that very as thing. well as uh, Marshall Allen. Well, yeah. Both of those are fantastic episodes when it comes to medical debt, avoiding it to begin with, but then also finding ways to not pay the full bill because you don't have to necessarily. Right. Most people can avoid paying a lot of the bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, we got uh, more listener money wins to get to during this financial festivist we'll we'll hit up the rest of them right after this when it comes to financial advice you got to trust the source that's why you listen to this podcast and if you're looking to upgrade your wallet you need to turn to nerd wallet their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products if you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet You could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade, lounge access... 
Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, and in other words, everything your body craves to feel your best. This is where Kachava really earns their 52,000 plus five-star reviews. It tastes amazing. It's creamy and smooth with just water, and it comes in five delicious flavors. You can choose from chocolate, vanilla, chai, matcha, and coconut acai. Kachava is offering How to Money listeners 10% off for a limited time. I've been using Kachava in breakfast smoothies in the morning recently. It's just so nice to pack in a bunch of nutrients early in the a.m. in a way that's satisfying and energizing. So if you want to optimize your breakfast, your workout shake, be sure to check out Kachava. Just go to Kachava dot com slash how to money that's spelled k-a-c-h-a-v-a and get 10 percent off your first order that's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash how to money joel so we were just recounting our trip to scotland this is the trip that we took this time last year actually with some of our friends over the weekend and one of the highlights from edinburgh was stumbling upon the absolute best meat pie shop Mm -hmm. they were fresh out of the oven they had that perfectly flaky crust but guess what that serendipitous experience would never had happened if we'd stayed at a boring hotel we had found the perfect flat in the coolest part of town thanks to airbnb oh man i'm still dreaming about those meat pies you're making my (laughs) you're making me drool and while turning to airbnb might be a no-brainer when you're looking to spend some money on travel it might not be the first thing you think of when you're looking to make some money Why let it sit empty, your house, when it could be earning extra income, though? It's the financially smart thing to do. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra dough. Yeah, that's right. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This train rolling. We're back from the break. And it's now time for the Facebook and email round. Uh, this one is from Alexis. The shy folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not everybody wants to record the voice memo. That's I right. totally get it. I remember the first time I sat down with you to record our very first episode. And I thought, yep, I don't think it was going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> because it takes a different kind of look at us. energy. And look at us now. 760 something episodes <laughs> later. All right. This one is from Alexis. And uh, she sent hers in via email. Because I can't figure out how to leave a voice memo, <laughs> here are my money wins this year thanks to your guidance. They are smaller than last year in scale, but they still make me proud. Smiley face. I signed up for the Wells Fargo Active Cash Card to pay for our cell phone bills, which provides cell phone insurance. Our 13-year-old got a smartphone this year, so insurance is necessary and glad we can get it for free. I recognize that our 2.85% mortgage rate is pretty great. So instead of paying an extra $300 towards its principal every month, we're taking that $300 and putting it into our HSA monthly. Huge win right there. Joined our town's Buy Nothing group, which has been such a great community to cut down on costs if folks in the group are looking to give away what we need and vice versa. Went to Aldi for the first time. Woohoo! That's a good one right there. (laughs) One is opening up close to us in 2024. I'm excited to make it our regular grocery store. Alexis, that right there literally is going to shave 30% off off of your grocery budget. It's for real. That's huge. So, Alexis, bunch of money wins. Thank you for sharing those. Those are all great. Uh, Paula via email said, I just wanted to express some gratitude to you both for the amazing podcast and community that you've created. My husband and I both listen, and you give us great topics to talk about. 
Man, I'm glad that we can be a topic of date night conversation. Uh, she said, <laughs> you have opened the dialogue about finances for us, and I finally feel like we're on the same page and understand each other's points of view. We have, uh, we've put so much into motion due to, the, due to your work. At the beginning of this year, we were working on Money Gear number three. Then my husband got into a uh, terrible car accident while he was on his way home from being fired. That sounds mm-hmm. like the worst day ever. She said it was pretty terrible, but I never had to worry about money. Even though we had a major loss of income, I knew I had my bare bones budget that I could activate until we figured things out. I could focus all my attention on the things that mattered most, my husband and my kids. And due to his injuries, we had to change industries, which came with a pretty big pay cut. But it was okay because we'd reprioritized our budget. We just picked up the settlement check from our lawyer and we already have a plan for the money. In fact, we listened to episode number 701 today, the one uh, that we did about the if you won the lottery, uh, (laughs) on the way to the lawyer's office. She said, we've already talked it out, made a spreadsheet with estimates, created savings buckets for our future expenses. We also took into account spending a little frivolously since we have been on deferred maintenance mode for so long. Matt, I mean, there, she even goes further and further in this one, but um, she says, you saved me stress. I couldn't have gone th- gotten through it without how to money. And it does sound like it's been a stressful yeah. year. But man, think about, it, uh, just like the, the stock market, even despite all the crazy things that happen in this world, continues to go up. And it's like, how? Despite pandemic and recession and all these other things that happen and wars around the, around the world, how does the stock market continue to go up? Well, how do you continue to make progress despite setbacks like this? I mean, I think it's a positive mindset. And then it's actually doing some of the things that we talk about it's, here it's on the doing show. The things yeah like that's that's what stood out to me is that she's done the thing she's having these conversations with her husband she has created the budget and specifically created the bare bones budget and yes. i love how she talked about it how she activated it she yeah. like it's that's what it's supposed to be there for deployed it it's like it's this thing it sits on the sidelines it's something that you don't that you hope you don't have to use but man when everything hits the fan like it did for them they were ready and man that makes me so freaking happy to hear a situation like this yes. where she was not stressed and that they were able to focus on the things that really do matter and like being able to take care of your family and to not have to freak out about finances i know a lot of people people who make good good sums of money and something awful hits and guess what they're up the creek without a paddle mm-hmm. because they they live on every dollar that comes in and so no matter your income if you can live on less than that and you can start to create that buffer you can in fact when something difficult comes along you're more prepared to handle it without having to get sick with worry essentially over your finances that's right so alexis great work joel our next one is from Teresa in the facebook group She said, many money win. After listening to some of the podcasts about travel, I realized that after I book a flight with Southwest, I never check back to see if the fares have gone down. I vowed to be more diligent this time. My original, already pretty cheap, fare of $630 to move my family the length of California around Thanksgiving dropped to $540. After a brief, painless phone call, that $90 is now available in our Southwest accounts for our next flight. Yeah. So good. That's great, right? <laughs> and and Southwest, I, I think part of this it makes me think of like who you do business with. Southwest is kind of the the Costco of airlines, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And like they, remember, they don't show up in Google flight searches. You have to go to Southwest.com. Yeah, but well, it shows up, but the fares don't show up. Yeah, so at least there's a prompt to be like, oh yeah, let me let, let's let's see what it is that they're actually charging. But you have to do that extra legwork. What's kind of a bummer. Yeah, Matt, and, and just revisiting, I think, um, especially when we're talking about travel what you paid and where prices have gone is really important because a lot of the travel bookings you might do are are refundable typically whether it's a hotel 
uh, that you're booking, whether or, or whether it's a car rental. And so there's like mm-hmm. there's a website called Auto Slash, which is kind of an automated way to help you stay on top of price declines. But also set up a calendar uh, reminder to reshop the fare or the price of something. I did something actually similar with a hotel for our New York City trip. That calendar reminder came in handy. I looked the day before our trip. The price had gone down 200 bucks. I contacted the hotel. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy $200 savings <laughs> right back in my wallet. So big win, Teresa. Thanks for sharing. That, that's going to help a lot of other people in the future, too. And, uh, okay, Matt, this one, uh, this next one comes from Tucker. He said, I moved back home during college to save more money, and I just purchased my first home this year with a pretty solid interest rate, considering other home buyers at this time are typically 1% over what I'm financed at. And I think there's no shame in the game of moving back in with your folks for if you got like a determined time and they're cool with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it depends on the situation. Yeah, it depends and you might on the even parents wanna, depends on the kid. Yeah, you might want to pay a little bit in rent to kind of help out, uh, or you know, pay food, pay for some food, maybe cook the meals, uh, that kind of stuff, <laughs> clean up after yourself. But I actually I moved back home for like five or six months uh, in order to save up to put twenty percent down on my first house there you go and so yeah my it wasn't the easiest six months of my life i'll <laughs> tell you that but it was it was worth it from a financial perspective and um i know a lot of parents are willing to do that as long as you're kind of uh, using that time effectively exactly exactly I, th- I think as a parent i mean i've already even had these discussions with my kids where i'm just like hey you're once you're 18 or once you graduate from high school you're either going to move out because you're going to college you're going to move out because you're going somewhere else. But if you stay here, you're going to be paying rent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be an exor- I'm not trying to extort them, you know, but the, Give them the proper motivation, the motivation, because what you don't want is for them to be like, why leave rent? There's no rent. I don't have to pay for utilities. The yeah. food's always for free. Well, they, they still do my laundry too. This is great. You want to make sure you provide the the proper incentives and that you don't have like a failure to launch situation yeah. where you have a kid who's not realizing their full potential. That's don't all. Want, don't want your kids to end up like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, Trisha said, been a listener since episode three. She, those are the poor not poor days. And you all have been a huge factor in our overall success. We have no debt except our mortgage and have a well-funded retirement. But this year's money win, I successfully negotiated a sizable raise, 20% along with a promotion. We now finally get to tackle some much-needed house remodel projects and maybe a few vacations. Mm. Trisha, way to go. That's yeah, huge. Like that. yeah. 20% increase is... That's not like your standard cost of living adjustment no. right there. <laughs> no, even, even with inflation. The coolest thing about getting a raise, too, is that then every year you do get a, a cost of living adjustment. It's on top of this new, much higher salary floor. So um, it, it's amazing how just one big raise early on or two big raises five years apart or something as you get a promotion or you're able to or you're able to go you know, advocate for yourself. It can uh, have outsized results, and it just means, yeah, that that three percent or five percent match or whatever in the four hundred one k. Guess what? It's on a now much higher sum of income too. So Heck it's yeah. just it's just a huge win all around. Way to go, Trisha! Um, and I'm glad also that you're planning on using some of that increased income to take a vacation. And Matt, this next one comes from uh, Sam. He said, "My biggest money win was finally realizing Verizon isn't a requirement. Neither is upgrading your phone every two years." <laughs> and I switched to Mint Mobile. I mean, Sam, love it. it. Verizon is not a requirement. I think some people think that it is that, oh, they've got the best phone service. And I think they've when, got the best coverage. Yeah. It only works. This is the only provider that works for our, for where I live. But, but well, if that's <laughs> the case, then actually, um, and you went with Mint, which is great. If Mint works where you live, awesome. But if you like Verizon service so much, 
try visible right you can get unlimited mm-hmm. everything for 25 bucks a month that's really not bad it's a far cry from what you'll pay over at verizon that's right and the reason is because visible is on verizon's yes. network visible is verizon's mvno m she sent hers in via email and she said i finally finished paying off my credit card debt on december 1st i'm so excited and i'm going to celebrate by throwing myself a big 30th birthday party come april then I'll get back up to saving for my next big money goal. I started using YNAB back in June, and for my ADHD brain, it has been a game changer. And I also got a big promotion at work a few months ago, and it's really been a big help. Um, I would say that knocking out that credit card debt is absolutely worthy of a party. And by the way, oh, yeah. it's, it's a birthday party. Man, that reminded me of the beginning of that uh, Bright Eyes song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party just for you. It's your birthday party, sweetie. <laughs> like, don't just call it your birthday party. I would even say be bold enough to highlight the fact that a part of why that you're able to have this party is because you paid off all of your credit card debt. Yeah. Like, make it be something that you're proud to wear. You know, it's like a badge of honor as opposed to something that you're you're embarrassed about. Because, again, I think that can start some of these conversations. And you might have a whole lot of friends who are thinking... Man, how did you do that? Like, yeah. what, what kind of moves did you make? You can share with them personally what you did and just point them to some of the different resources that you found helpful. Yeah, and I think one other thing to mention from Im's Big Money Win is finding the right tool for the job. And she mentioned that YNAB worked for her given kind of the ADHD that she struggles with, mm-hmm. right? And I love that because the the right tool can help you make progress faster and it can make money management less daunting. And even though YNAB costs money, it can be well worth the cost if it means you're going to be budgeting better, you're going to have more money, you're going to actually bring more money back into your life, and if it just makes the whole thing less stressful, right? Totally. Uh, if it means you're not going to throw in the towel. So we're all about using, finding the right tool to help you do the right thing because you know personal finance is personal in so many ways. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. That's right. And there are lots of great tools out there. It just depends on like how your brain works and how you prefer to interact with your finances. But finding what works for you is important and Testing out some of those those tools makes a lot of sense. And a lot of those tools, including YNAB, offer free trials. So give it give it a shot. See if it works for you so you can maybe make more progress. But That's yeah, right. mad props to M. Mad props to everybody. To Matt, everybody. The whole How to Money community. Shared their wins with us. I mean, there were more that people were sharing on Facebook. More that people have shared via email. We couldn't get to every single one of them. But we feel really fortunate <laughs> to get to hear all of your success stories, to get to be like a small part, really, of what you've yep. been able to accomplish um, and, and just to get to root you on here hear from uh, our little How to Money Studios. Yeah, it truly is an honor to be included as they're thinking about some of <laughs> some of the financial wins that they have made yeah. this year. But uh, man, let's quickly share our thoughts on Chronic Happiness IPA. This is a beer by Frog Rock Brewery. Again, donated to the show by our buddy Joe. Joe, thank you so much. What were your thoughts? Well, I'm chronically, week? I'm just chronically happy right now because I'm drinking beer. <laughs> I'm listening to success stories from. I'm learning alongside mm-hmm. everyone else, and so this is one of my favorite episodes. I'm t- a true joy to participate it's in. Awesome. And this this beer was a joy. This had more West Coast vibes, more piney notes sure going did. on. You know, quite pithy. Yeah, and so, but also you could taste the same thing. The from, water from the other one that the uh, that Mexican lager that we had. It's got that same. It's it's almost like the the beer has like a texture or something yeah. like that. It's it's. I don't know how to describe it, but I assume that it's the spring water that they're using. But it has a similar profile, even though that this is a completely different beer. And it's unique. It's not like this is something that we've picked up uh, before with other beers. So I think it's cool that there's a brewery out there making something that is literally unique. Like nobody else is going to 
be able to make beers like this. It makes me think of like the whole New York pizza crust thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's the water. Yeah. Like, is it? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I mean, it is like <laughs> water is different everywhere, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that's what's contributing to how unique and interesting this beer is. I, I really enjoyed it. Big thanks to Joe for sharing it with us. You're the best, dude. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for this episode. Again, congrats to everyone. Thank you. Can't wait to listen to your uh, Money Wins next year. There's a lot of crushing to be done in the meantime. Heck yeah. But, Matt, that's going to do it. And if people want links, by the way, to some of the episodes that we mentioned, you can find those up on our website at howtomoney.com. So until next time, best friends out. Best friends out. All right. Upswell Marketing would like to remind you that when customers choose your small business, they're really choosing you. So focus on super serving your existing customers and let Upswell handle the pipeline generation of new leads and customers. Upswell specializes in developing customized direct response campaigns and is now offering a no obligation free assessment of your current marketing strategies. Not to mention new customers also receive 15% off their first order when they mention that they heard about Upswell on this podcast. For more information, visit upswellmarketing.com. That's upswellmarketing.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Supercharge your work decks with AI-powered Canva presentations. All you do is start with a prompt. You describe your, your presentation in a few words, and Canva presentations will generate captivating slides that you can then customize in seconds. Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation with AI. Generate slides and seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work.